Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another option is a double driver on the bus at Jackson. Excuse me. Are you... I'm just reading an email. Well, we started recording. So, Susan, are you listening? I'm making him stop. Hello, hello, Chip. We are recording. Hello. Oh, we are. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't realize you'd hit start. Snuck up in there on you. Mm-hmm. Trying to get me to read my emails on publicly. Well, I don't know if I was trying to do that or if that's what was happening as a distraction. Anyway, happy Friday. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm a little tired, to be quite honest, but I'm good. I actually feel really good. And I'm like, it's that kind of tired where you know you've like accomplished some things. And so it feels worth it. Right. Do you know what I'm what yeah. kind of tired and I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, I... Uh it's really hard to choose to be restful sometimes. Yeah. When, when you've earned it because you feel like you're being lazy. At least for, I shouldn't say you. I have a hard time doing yeah. it. I um, have a better, I have an easier time doing it if I feel like, oh, I have like really been working really hard. Okay, now I, de- I, like, I think I deserve it then, mm-hmm. which I think is sort of where I am today. I think I have two versions of tired. I have tired where I've like, well, actually probably three. One where I've like, just been burning the candle at both ends, uh-huh. you know, like fun and work. Yeah. The one where you've just like worked really hard and you're physically and mentally exhausted. And then yeah. there's the tired when you've been lazy for too long that, that you can't pull yourself out of. That's the tired. That's really hard for me to like excuse not doing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing that when you just like snap out of it and you're like, yeah. I'm going to do, I'm going to just like be super focused and get a lot yeah. of shit done. Yeah. How good that feels. It does feel good. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've had a rut like that this at one point this year. Why do you Actually, maybe that? it was, I think it was at the end of last year. Yeah. Well, that's um, burnout probably. Totally. Yeah. Long year. That. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was deep. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> this is the first week of March. March 1st was on Wednesday and this is um, a new topic. The new the first week of every month starts a new word for us. We're doing words this year, not topics. Right. And so we were going to come in and launch the word, <laughs> if you will. 
Dun, 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 dun. And the word for this month is drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Do you want me to say or are you saying it? Oh, I was going to ask you to do the drum roll because I can't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how. Try. Oh, wait. Just try. I can't really hear that in the can't headphones. So, anyway, the imagine. Metamorphosis. <laughs> it sounded more like a machine gun. Okay, well, that was... Uh, whatever. <laughs> we don't want to go to that topic. Anyway, um, this month, Chip and I were discussing the podcast that I did on March 1st with Marv that came out. And if you guys listened, you know that a lot of the astrology for the month of March has to do with some major transformation. Like Marv was... There was no beating around the bush. And this has been every astrologer that I've heard talking about the month of March saying there's going to be some shifts. Like we're going to feel the changes. There is no way that you're not going to notice something. I don't know what that means. Like for me, I always go to, Oh my God, what's going to happen. But it doesn't have to be a negative. I think it's more of like, we are out of all the retrograde energy. We're moving into this huge transform transformative period. And there's so many things shifting, like, Saturn, Pluto, Mars, they're all shifting into new energies. And so Mars said one of those would be a big shift, but we have all three of those this month. And so we should expect some shifts. Is that every March or is that specific to this March? Specific to this March. It's also the spring equinox, which in the astrological year is like the beginning of the new energy. And so there's just a lot happening. And if you didn't listen to that podcast, you can go in and Marv, discusses kind of how to lean into that and the things that maybe we can embrace the different he talks a lot about like masculine and feminine energy lately and just how important it is for us all to really embrace both within ourselves and it just makes a lot more sense when he says it so go check that podcast out but I was talking to Chip about it and I said um yeah well we talked a lot about just all of the transformative things happening and you said what about the word metamorphosis Yeah, I mean, and it's funny because I was thinking sort of um, on the surface level too because I'd forgotten that spring actually starts in April, not March. Mm. But it's feeling like spring right now already. I have to mow my lawn this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, I'm excited, but it's also crazy. Of course you're excited. (laughs) Who are we kidding? It's like your favorite pastime. I know. Um, But so I was thinking of butterflies because of oh, spring. right. Caterpillar um, to a butterfly. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a metamorphosis. So It is. Um, I didn't realize that this wasn't, that this was like, we're actually truly in a special transformational time based on astrology. Well, I think it can work both ways. Right. Because it can be the actual physical change that's happening just out. I mean, it's hot here, but it's like snowing in LA. Like, I don't really know what's going on in our world. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. But that's what's happening here Physically, it's warm. It looks like spring. The allergies feel like spring. Mm-hmm. All of those things. But yeah, I think the energies, and I'm so curious about, I mean, I'm trying to just stay curious and stay out of fear about what is going to come of the next few months. I think March 7th is a big date. The March 20-something, 21st. March 20th is like a, the equinox date. I, I think, think so. But then 21st or 23rd, there's a big shift. And I can't remember which one it is. Listen to the podcast tomorrow for that. But um, I loved the thought of the word metamorphosis. Some of the guests we have booked, I think it really works. It's kind of also like this energy, I think, that that I've lived in the past couple years. And I definitely think it's something that we bring here with our guests is that how do we go from the dark ashes of whatever, like rising from the ashes and transforming from your pain, like using your pain as 
a life experience or the, the, you know, the hardships that you might bump up against. And I think a lot of us face those in the last couple of years with COVID and all the different things that happened, but then using those to become better and to grow and not just like letting them take you down and really evolving because of that. And so it really like lines up in general. I think any of the guests we have on, we could talk about that with, but, um, is there a way that you feel like, I do feel like you've expressed in the last couple months, even how this podcast and the guests that we've talked to and the things that you've brought up within yourself have, um, helped you to kind of transform. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that every, you know, aging is a metamorphosis That's you know, true. Like, yeah. and growing up and just, you know, I'm naturally a really curious person, so I want to continue to learn and grow and all of the things. Right. Um, but I think as you get older, and I'm old, um, uh, you it's really easy to get set in the way that you think and the things that you believe in. And, um, you know, in some of these conversations, like I've been so blown away yeah. um, by, you know, people's openness and their bravery and all of the things. And even my, I'm then surprised by my reaction to it where it's like, I would have expected myself to like, and I'm, I don't think I'm a judgmental person, so I don't want to paint myself in that way, but I expected to like um, approach it with a little bit more judgment Whereas more or less, I expected to be a little bit more judgy about it, but like, I felt really like once you get in the conversation, it feels really normal. Mm -hmm. And it like it, I found it to be really exciting and that is opening me up. And, um, I think even in these conversations, it's where it doesn't directly relate to what's going on in my life. It still is making me more open. Okay. It's making yeah. me like understand that like my way of thinking might not always be right um, or isn't always right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, you know, we're all just trying to live our lives. Right. Um, and no matter what that looks like, as long as we're approaching it with like openness and kindness and love, like it shouldn't matter what I think, you know, as long as I don't feel that what I'm doing is wrong. If that makes sense. That does make sense. I think you're saying as long as you're approaching things from like a kind hearted place. Yeah. um, And then also just what I really took away from that. And this is something that I really feel in the podcast that or that, that the podcast has helped me with too, is just having conversations with so many different kinds of people um, and constantly being reminded of what you just said, like, I don't know everything. And there's always someone else who has more information or a different life experience. But the biggest thing I take away, and we were talking about this a little before we started recording, was that as different as we can be from all people, we're also all like connected in the same. Right. And like, I leave every conversation that we have with some form of, I learned something new, but then also like, oh my God. And I really relate to that person on this level. And for me, that is such a comforting feeling to be like, no matter where I am in this world, um, there are people who will, that I can identify with or relate to or am connected with because we're connected, all of us. And I think that that's something that gets so lost in our society Mm -hmm. today. It's because we have these constant like narratives coming at us all the time of just like, well, you're different from that and you're different from that. it's, It's all fear and it's all about like being divided. And so these conversations really bring back to me the reminder that no, we're not. And that's like something we're creating and we can stop it at any point, you know? Yeah. 
It's a big hill to climb, but it is a big hill to climb. But I think it's like it all starts with one, and yeah, so we if, have to pull the veil back on it. Yeah, and so if that's happening in our individual lives, like we hope that's happening for you guys too. Um, but that's our whole point, right? And so this month we really wanted to focus on some of the ways that we see people changing or growing or evolving. Um, you were kind of talking about maybe how this is showing up in your life in general. And you surprised me with a new story that I don't know. And so we saved it for the podcast. Do you want to tell us? So, um, the guy I've been dating Mark, um, Mm -hmm. got to like, my sister got to meet him. We went to Asheville for, um, a couple of L shows Yeah, and my sister and her brother, I mean, and my brother-in-law, my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law, um, they drove from Virginia for the show. And so that was a real, a really big moment, you know, like him meeting family for the first time. And then, you know, my sister is very close with my mom. So they, of course, talk about it. And what's been interesting is it like it has opened my mother up to being more comfortable with the conversation. And, um, you know, it's she's I mean, I've been out of the closet for 20 some years now, but it's still not an easy conversation for her because she's Mm -hmm. not surrounded by gay people all the time. She doesn't like she doesn't want to say I know she doesn't want to say the wrong thing. So often she just doesn't say anything, Okay, um, which can be really hurtful, you know, because she will ask me, well, is Kelly dating anybody? You know, how's Mary Hilliard's boyfriend? She'll ask me about everyone else's relationships, but never ask me about mine. But now she's starting to ask me about mine. And um, it was (laughs) it's really funny because I'll call I'll call Mark Matthew because the first time she asked me about him, she got his name wrong. (laughs) (laughs) trying <laughs> <laughs> but now she's getting it right but it's really cute like it's so it's i mean and then that sort of ref- bounces to me and then makes me want to be more open about him to her yeah. like and it just becomes normal like That's it just great. starts to feel really normal if you know anything about me you know i am a massive creature of comfort it is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times so when i found cozy earth i quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that i could it felt very on brand for me but then i went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. 
Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. So that's different than it's ever been with your other relationships? Yeah, really. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, they, so when crazy. I was my last like really long relationship, like like real relationship, I mean, she met him and yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we would talk about him. I mean, I can't really remember. Um, but in like when I'm when it's just like I'm out dating, like she's never like got any dates this weekend. Sure. You yeah. Know, she's not asking me that stuff. So, yeah. but I feel like the more normal I can make it, like, you know, um, she's just gonna, it's, it just becomes what it is. Right. So, which is really nice because I think it makes, it just makes me feel more normal. Right. You know? Well, it's also, I was reading one of the definitions of metamorphosis, and this kind of goes to the physical thing you're talking about, but it says a striking change in appearance or character or circumstances. But the actual sentence they use is the metamorphosis of the old house of the old house into something new and exciting. And so new and exciting that, I mean, that is new and exciting and it's taking your relationship with your family to a deeper level. And Also, like, letting you kind of operate from a more authentic place, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, and I think it, too, it's like, and I don't know if this is, I can draw a, like, directly through line to it, but um, this relationship just feels different in general. And I think because it feels a little bit more normal on my family side, it lets me sit in a much more comfortable place in the relationship. So, like, our, our conversation and like talking about how we feel like it just feels a lot more open. And I'm sure that just has something to do with like who he is and who I am and where we both are in our own journeys. But I do think it's like, it makes it feel more real and more important um, because that's happening outside of the relationship too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So look at you turning into a little butterfly. I was going to say, Oh my God, (laughs) just growing up right in front of our eyes. I might be old, but I still have got some growing. (laughs) Um, there's a mud, a bunch of different, uh, definitions for metamorphosis. I wanted to read one says a complete change of physical form or substance, especially as by magic or witchcraft. Mm. <laughs> I like magic. Yeah. Magic. God, I'm adding a T to that. Magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mark, the marked and rapid transformation of a larva into an adult that occurs in some animals, just like, like you, a like a butterfly. But I love the word metamorphosis in general. Did you ever read that book? by Kafka back in the day, metamorphosis. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, a man wakes up to find he has turned into a cockroach. Ooh. Yeah. It's like a, 
I don't remember when I had to read this book. It was something with school, somewhere related. Was he being punished for something that I he did? I cannot remember. So this is a very interesting. This is what I, I found this little blurb. And it says, um, a man wakes up to find he has turned into a cockroach. That kind of complete and startling change pretty much sums up the word metamorphosis. When a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, it goes through a metamorphosis, an idea that can undergo a metamorphosis or metamorphosize too, as can feelings. As you spend a full summer with your grandmother, your feelings about the woman may undergo a complete metamorphosis. While you're afraid, once afraid of the old woman, you now love her dearly. So it's all like what we were saying. It's just about like going out, opening yourself up to new ideas, new conversations, new experiences, new people even. And then kind of like if something can shift or if something does shift, like that's a metamorphosis. Right. And it's... Um, it's physical and internal. Yes. You know, and which is like the spring is coming. We can all get outside. We can get mm-hmm. healthier, like all of the things. What a pretty word too. It is a pretty it's like word. such a, like, it basically just means to change. Yeah. And I love that. Like, I mean, I don't have no idea where the word came from. It must be like Greek or, you know, it must come from something. This I do not know Latin. the answer to. Um, but it's such a pretty word. It really is a pretty word. And it is interesting to think about in terms of um, coming out of winter, like the hibernation period, Mm -hmm. you know, like I really feel like I've been in a major hibernation period. I was thinking about that earlier today, Um, even just like for the last few years in general, like I've just needed to be kind of to myself, if that makes sense. Like, you know, have you ever been through something in your life where it's like you hit this moment and you're things crash, things fall apart. But you also realize like you completely lost who you were and your connection to self. And the only way I felt like I could really get it back was to kind of go internal, if right. that makes sense. Your cocoon. My little cocoon. Um, but so, yeah, it really works. I feel like for what I feel shifting into this new period of time, too, where it's like it, I don't feel that anymore. I'm ready to spread my wings and fly like a butterfly. There you go, girl. <laughs> When we were talking about what's happening for me earlier, I said, well, well, you walked in and you said, oh, look, it's the video of Vixen herself. Yes. <laughs> you were metamorphosizing back into who I used to your be younger self. <laughs> Should we tell um, the listeners where they can see your other videos? You can. So they can see the progress. I don't know the names of them. There's a Randy Rogers band. There's a Randy. Okay. Well, can we flip a tell table. the people what we're even talking about? <laughs> They're like, what are they? This is like code language. Uh, so recently I, well, this came out this week. I'm in Kit Moore's new um, video called Damn Love. If you guys want to go watch. It was the first time being in front of a camera for a while for me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people did comment or one of our friends, Mary, also commented like back to her roots because I used to when I first moved to Nashville to pay bills, I would be in music videos. That was like like I had an agent and that was the, that's the thing you do here. It's like how you um, any sort of modeling and acting gigs here are basically like music videos. So right. yes, I'm in Kelly Pickler's Red High Heels. If you want to go watch that, Randy Rogers Band, One More Goodbye, Craig Morgan. What was that song called? Oh, Love Remembers. There was just all these funny ones that I did. And it's really funny. Like we've had watch parties with friends. Well, because we just learned about it like last year. Because like I don't go advertising (laughs) it. Like, hey guys, you know what I used to do? Aren't they on your website? 
I mean, because maybe I try to forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> she like flips a table in the Randy Rogers one. She's I destroy an old trailer. Yeah, yeah it was a breakup video. Yeah. Duh, what else do you do? It was my like Teresa Judice moment, I guess. <laughs> it was actually very fun. I did end up in the emergency room after that video though, because I got cut on some old glass and it was like they were worried I was gonna tetanus. I needed a tetanus shot, yeah. Wow. Anyway, this was really fun for me. And there's actually two more videos that I'm going to be in with Kip. It was a oh, series wow. of three. Yes. Um, but it's funny because I haven't been on camera since I was on a reality TV show. And I was saying to you earlier, that's really was such a bad experience for me that like that was part of the reason I just shut down and I just like needed to go back. And so like. I really think that as much as I don't want to admit that, like I still, there was things holding me back because I was a little stuck on that one. And I had so many things happening all at the same time. It's come in layers that I can even like process through what the fuck happened. Um, but I really was like ready to shift out of that. Like, I don't even want to be, I don't want to be mad. I don't want to have, I just don't want to feel connected to that anymore. Like I'm really ready to like right. let go of it and have it be in the past. And, um, so anyway, when Kip called me, I was like, uh, I don't know about this, you know, cause like I also work with so many artists now that I just don't know what people are going to think about me doing stuff like that. Or like even our friends. And so I was like really nervous about it, but he sent me the songs. They're all great. I really am a fan of his music. And, um, and like, I, you know, I know the director PJ Brown and, love his work and I love Kip. I've known him for so long. And so I was just like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, like it would be in this scenario. And we shot in New York, another one of my favorite places. And it was just a blast. Like it and was, she kept it secret. Like I didn't tell anyone when it went up. I was like, um, <laughs> excuse, excuse me? me. You're back to being a video vixen. She's like, I was like, how did I not know? And she's like, I didn't tell anybody. No, I literally did not tell one person. Like the only people that knew of our friends were Courtney and Allison, but it's because they work with Kip. And so like the only two people that knew were connected to the project. And so I just, I don't know. I just needed to like do it. And I, I said to you earlier, I was like, the last time I'm on camera cannot be controlled by someone else. And like in a place where I had absolutely no editing power and was made to be something I'm not. And that was just really, really like, stifling for me in ways that I can't even explain but um yeah it was awesome and it was freeing and I feel like there it shifted some energy within me of being like okay like I'm ready to just like release be myself again and that you know what you want to know the one thing most people are saying to me you seem so happy and light in that video and I'm like okay well it's because I feel it like it wasn't because I'm some great actress, (laughs) some video actress, but it was a very freeing experience. Like there's another video that came out that I cried on camera, but I turned on this song that reminded me of something from the past and I just sobbed and it was just like, just getting the shit out. Like I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in you got to feel it to heal it. And so it felt like this, maybe this last like little layer that I needed to do and then walk back out into my own life that I, so this will be the end of you being on camera. Um, I don't, I mean, never never. (laughs) never never. There's two more videos. How can I say that? (laughs) I don't know what that future holds chip. You know, neither do we. 
<laughs> we'll find out when it hits when the it big drops. screen. <laughs> You'll find out with the press release. Well, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when the Oscar nominations start rolling in. Could you have met? <laughs> the video award. Well, listen, I just couldn't have everyone weighing in or asking questions because I was too afraid I was going to get in my own head. Like it was nerve wracking enough for me to put myself back out there again. And so I just needed it to drop. There you go. I was like, I'm just going to take it all in one day. That was just how I felt like I needed to operate. But anyway, all of that to say is I do believe in metamorphosis and I think it happens for all of us. And I'm really excited this month to dive into what that could look like and like what it looks like for the different people that we talk to. We're going to cover a lot of different facets. So I don't know. We'll see. Lots of change coming your way. Lots of change. Changes that we want and changes that we don't even know I about mean, yet. Sometimes we'll you got to roll with those change punches. I think that's kind of how the universe works. Which. Yes takes change to do because if you're not mm. willing to be flexible and grow and change, those punches hit a lot harder. Have you ever heard the quote, change is the only constant in this life? Yep. We'll lean into that. Yeah. Metamorphosize ourselves through it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're excited to bring you guys this topic this month. If you guys have any questions or feedback or thoughts or um, any sort of insight on this word you can always email us at the edge at velvet's edge.com you can slide into my dms at velvet's edge chip at chip dorsch c-h-i-p d-o-r-s-c-h and as you guys go into this weekend i was gonna try to get clever but i got nothing and you're living on the edge i hope you always remember to act casual bye, bye. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.